Planeten.se to the mixtape club uh, brand new podcast uh, my name is uh, my name is eric my name is alexis and uh so what does one do here i forgot how to start new ones i we, we've had we've been it's so we've, been a while since we started we, a new one we've been doing podcasts together for uh at this point it'd be at least eight years i think yeah yeah at least or, or seven or eight years because i know yeah, i've been yeah, podding yeah. for nine years Right, right, all right. So I think you started a year after that. Okay, so yeah, so, no, no, that makes yeah, sense. So, yeah. so anyway, mm. so we've done mostly, uh, or uh, pretty much exclusively uh, movie stuff. I mean, yes. the first one wasn't really just that, but yeah, but that's so. And they've all been in Swedish. Yeah, they have. So this is our first attempt to do something. In uh, in the in in the Queen's English. Well, you speak the Queen's English. I'm, I'm an, I, I just <laughs> well, speak uh, that's an insult to both me and the Queen. I think, but um, yeah. I think I more so than I do, at least. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 not just the subject matter which is different. It's, it's also the entire format. I would say uh, it won't be in the future. It won't be just you and me. Uh, and no, yeah, this is going to be guests. Yeah, every episode because we want to hear. Uh, other people's opinions about this yes. subject because yeah. we are going to talk about music in this podcast yeah um which is perhaps like our first you you and i speaking sort of our first thing that actually connected us i would say I th- like i think so um yeah. and then actually probably horror movies shortly yeah, thereafter exactly yeah but initially music but yeah so so the, the idea for this is basically um one of the one of the things i enjoy most uh is in life is uh you know you're sitting up late with someone you know you're having a few drinks and you're playing different new songs for each other I, I really enjoy that and i also like making playlists for people so um the idea here is we we the each episode will be a theme uh different themes different guests different themes and each of us will have brought uh, three songs each that we uh, says that's based around this theme. This this first episode we're gonna we, we do a bit more because just the two of us. Yeah, and then we uh, w- you know we'll listen to each other's uh, picks and uh, y- you'll hear a bit of them maybe, but for obvious reasons uh, we can't play the whole things. No, um, lest we be sued by everyone in the universe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and people will you know hammer us with uh, cease and desist things. And we, we don't, we don't want that. that. No. No. So that'll be the thing. And then, uh, yeah, and, you know, we'll see what conversations come up yeah. while and we're doing this. Well, obviously, since we live in a day and age we do with the technological uh, stuff you can do, we will share the playlist, obviously, to that uh, all <laughs> the, the songs in full that we listen to. So you can yes. listen and listen along if, you, if you'd like as we yeah, go exactly. down the road. So, so that'll be fun. And um, so, I mean... So I guess the best way to uh, we should just get going. I guess yeah. So we decided that the first episode should be um, since we're introducing each ourselves to, to you guys. The idea would be that we uh, pick songs that sort of you know you introduce yourself via song. 
Yeah. Or through song. I don't know. I don't know which one of those sounds better. Via sounds more sophisticated. Yeah. Probably not. Via song. Yeah. Equidistant. That is not that's not the right word. Um uh, no, yeah. So we're gonna pick yeah. we're gonna yeah, so yeah. So that's that's the idea. And I think we I don't know what your tactic was. I had a I have a I this was very difficult. It was very difficult. Let's just like it's not going to be represented you can't represent an entire person with six songs, obviously. For many no, I don't reasons. think you can do it with like a hundred songs. No, like it would be very difficult. Um no. Yeah, what what's what's been your tactic? I decided to go autobiographical, so I picked songs cool from when I like my first sort of musical sort of awakening and various steps forward that I remember now these aren't always songs not not all these songs are bands I necessarily or artists I necessarily still listen to um or don't listen to as much or whatever or even my favorite songs by some of these uh people um these are just songs that I know were very were a turning point each time, or mm. let me led me down, and also just just because at least we have, we have six songs each this time around, this only brings me up to about two thousand two. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> there's and that that uh, that was difficult, and I just. Uh, but I think I can find, I can probably link almost anything that came afterwards mm. to stuff that came, and I can find links if I want to to the yeah. those, uh, initial six. And I mean that's. Sort of, I think that's kind of nice for the whole theme of this thing that music is so often so strongly connected to part, like periods in your life, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we use music for so many different things, and, and uh, maybe perhaps more when you were younger. I don't know. Um, but I think I think I have a, a bit of a different uh, or the same and different uh, simultaneously. Uh, it is sort of older stuff as well. I ended up with things that mm-hmm. I, I also the same like i don't necessarily i do listen to them all but more sort of songs that represent very formative things in my life i suppose um so i think we have the same tactic sort of yeah mine is just like not in order it's very chaotic but that's also very representative of me so it, it was kind of fun to figure out when I add these, like, well, which, where which, where should this one go? I, I got the, the last two. The, the first one and the last one were very easy. Everything else was kind of, I had to move things around a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, my order is uh, non-existent. It's just there. <laughs> sort yeah, of so this, order. Yeah. For oh, me, this yeah. is just, this is just, again, this is not ranking them either. No. This is no. just, um, uh, for me, it's like, this, this, this is back from like 97, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe ninety six, ninety seven. Oh, that's cool. Up to two thousand two. That's going to be so interesting. I'm, I'm but also, it's so interesting because now I think now I say it out loud. Uh, if it's ninety seven, that's only five years, really. Oh right? yeah, is that correct? Yeah, it is. And I can imagine how, how much that I feels in extremely those. strange. Like two thousand and two and ninety seven, mm-hmm. and they're so far apart because like, also just who yeah. I was is completely different. Yeah, all and you know, and and again, if I if I were to take. 2002 and then jump ahead five years there mm. that's even more so yeah probably. wow that's uh, weird i mean i suppose that's that is the case when you in your younger years yeah. years are very like every year is important mm. and now it's just sort of blends together <laughs> that's a, you know, another thing i was that i've always sort of i always tend to point this out when i have the energy to argue with people 
because I've just there's so much stuff I could find that I discovered in those years, mm. and people always go, well, you know, there's no, you know, you know, it was easier to discover. But there's, you know, there's more bands back in there. There's more. That's not true at all. The no, only, the only difference true, no. is the only difference is that you 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 hadn't heard anything yet, so everything was new. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. harder to surprise people. It's harder to get surprised these days because you fucking heard everything at this point, or heard a lot of it at least. Yeah, um, and I mean, one of the good things with streaming is that it's so easy to actually, what to. To actually go out and find new stuff, I have found mm. so much new stuff that I would never have found without it. When it was much more difficult to just find anything, yeah. basically, yeah. you have a completely different community around finding new music. Well, there's but, also, um, but we, we we talked about this uh, because uh, for those of you who don't know, I do uh, an Iron Maiden podcast called Maiden A to Z, and a lot of times we we spend every time we have a guest on that we sort of tend to uh one of the first things we ask them how they sort of discover the band and what kind of that kind of stuff mm. and you know a lot of people will tell stories about so far we have not had anyone so young that their first their first experience of them was you know they they you know they looked them up on spotify this is most people who have it's either cd cassette or yeah. vinyl really yeah and i remember that too because then you had you 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 picked you know you couldn't afford them all at once so you get one and then you sort of yep. listen listen that one to death to decide which next one you were going to get, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a whole different journey. You can make that the journey a lot faster these days. Yeah, I have and that I, situation I, yeah. with two of of the artists on my list, but definitely not with the other ones. So that's interesting. Or like a bit yeah. of a middle with. And then yeah, and also the the end. The, we picked we picked a couple songs at the end that are just ones that we have in common. Yeah, so that we connected through mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> yes. So you want to start? Yeah. I'll, uh, should I start or do you want to start? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll see if I can figure this out. So basically, the, uh, we, we can hear what's going on. You guys cannot. You can hear us. That's not what yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that, yes, you're aware that you can hear us. <laughs> so first on my list, and this I can, I think this is, I think this is one from 97. This is an old, a song is about as old as I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Jump in the Fire by Metallica. Ooh, nice. So, the, uh, so what happened was, I was at my cousin's house, and I had not really heard any rock or metal at that point. Not really, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have to do with the very, you know, Catholic parents. Right. Uh, I don't know. They, they didn't listen to that. Not that they sort of steered me away from it afterwards. They just didn't listen to it either. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I was at his house, and he was playing something. It was this. Cool. And I remember, what the hell is this? As well as Metallica. And then he made me. Uh, I, I I was just so uh, fascinated by it that mm-hmm. I had I couldn't I hadn't heard anything like it, so I had him quickly because I had my um, I had a CD not a CD sorry because uh, that Walkman as they're called back right, in the day yep. with me. That's um, so I took uh, and and th- probably on there at that point was a bunch of probably mostly. Uh, I mean whatever stuff I could find stuff I found, you know, recorded off the radio. And that was probably just like electronic, whatever popular music was at the time. That's mm-hmm. probably what it was mostly. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I, I have. It's probably since I did listen to soundtracks also a little bit back then. Cause I, I was a very weird <laughs> kid. So, cause I would, we would have um, like art class and I'd bring like uh, the, the soundtrack, like, like, you know, from some movie, oops, sorry, from some movie. And uh, yeah, that, that didn't help. You know, I already was kind Amazing. of weird, I think. So, and then I decided to go do this stuff. 
So yeah, so uh, so he record. I had him record this onto a cassette. Brought it home. Listened to it endlessly. Um, so it was the recording of the whole album then, or yeah, the whole the yeah, album. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I think, but also there's a song on this. I didn't pick this. This is the song that really was first grabbed me. This is not my favorite song by them. No, no. Um, mm. But it's the one that got me right. to the next stuff. And the next time I was there, I had him do another CD. But um, but there's a song on this album called Pulling Teeth. Which I did not know the mm. time was a bass solo. I thought it was a guitar solo, and I said, I want to learn how to do that. Oh, that's so cool. that's how I started playing guitar, and then not knowing oh, that really? it was a guitar, yeah, not knowing that it was a bass solo. Oh, amazing. So, and I've not learned it because it's a fucking bass solo, so I don't play the bass. <laughs> so that never happened. <laughs> yeah. So that's that, and that's the uh, yeah. It's um, yeah. So I said it, it was it was it was uh. This is from their first album. This is from the album Kill 'Em All. It came out eighty three. Yeah. Um, that's so, still yeah, a I mean, strong I, album name. It's a very strong album. Yeah. So like, how would you say that that album ranks now is it still one of your favorite metallic albums or is it no no i no. don't think so there's other stuff they did stuff like the one afterwards and the one after that even more so became more what i there's stuff on this i really like yeah i don't particularly like this song even on this album <laughs> i mean i do i do enjoy i think it's a good song but i mean there's uh-huh. other stuff on there's a lot better that sounds more what i was but this is just the first one that i sort of right 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 latched on to so uh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, it's uh, but also this was their first, you know, their very first album. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of bands' first albums are not, you know, they they tend to sort of evolve beyond that. Yeah, I mean, for good bands, that's usually the case. Otherwise, you usually have like one album that's good, and yeah. then it just sort of yeah. goes yeah. down from there. So this is you know, the, and I've never even bothered learning this on guitar. There's some songs I have, I can play, but I haven't bothered yeah. this one, but. I mean, this it's also fun because, like, I get the whole, I get a whole vibe from this song. Like, you can really see, I, I could see myself also being, like, a young person listening to this, like, really uh-huh. young and being, okay. like, fascinated by it. Like, this, it feels like a film scene where you're like, oh, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> here it starts. And it feels as if you had sort of that experience. Yeah, that's sort of what happened. That's, that's yeah. like, if, this was, if there was a movie about... A cautionary tale about someone discovering this and doing dumb stuff afterwards. <laughs> this would the voiceover would be yeah. like, and then there'd be a voiceover by like Morgan. I don't know why I don't know why Morgan Freeman is doing the voiceover, but he'd tell them that. And you know, I, I can't do a good Morgan Freeman impression either. But <laughs> I was looking and, forward and, to and, it. And, and then everything changed. <laughs> Not I don't know why. Anyway, I knew. Yeah. So that's that's oh, my first cool. one, and that's nice. from that's from 1997. And actually, I think I think it was also, if I recall. The that year, later that year, they they released another album. So, all right. And then little, little did I know, at that point, that the next full studio album would not be for another like six years after that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But then in the in the in the between that, I got all the other albums. So. Right. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So when did this album come out originally? It this one came out eighty three. I heard it. Yeah. Fourteen years later. Right. You know, it's weird that between me hearing the album and it being released, there's there's been more time has passed since I heard it than the. Never mind, not do I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your maths. That's it's not also something not, that's. It's also it's also, it's, it's also not that weird. It's just that it's. Yeah, but sometimes right, well, sometimes you yeah time time gets extremely weird all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> well. Okay. Nice start. So that was yes. 
Uh, all right. Well, it's your turn. I, so I'm have, gonna. Yeah, we can just get started. Tell me when you're up and running. I'll hit the. Uh, now. I don't want to talk about it. I haven't given it a second thought. I kind of assumed that, I, I kind of assumed these guys are going to yeah. make an appearance. Uh, so this is uh, a song by Skinny Puppy. Uh, mm-hmm. I it's a long journey to like why I chose this particular song. Um, the song is Deep Down Tra- Trauma Hands, and it's from Cleanse Fold and Manipulate, which came out in 1987, which is the same year I was born. Uh, yeah. I obviously didn't hear it then. Uh, I heard it years and years after. Um, this is funny because Skinny Puppy is like if 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 I'm hard pressed, I say that Skinny Puppy is my favorite band. You know this, um, yeah. and I think it's very true that they're sort of meant the most to me in many many ways. They're extremely formative for me, mm-hmm. um, and I I had this feeling like I've never really had with a band ever since before or since uh, that I sort of heard them and I was like oh I've been looking for this my entire life up until now uh, and it was the same thing when I saw them lie I was like wow can you do this what is this they were just sort of mm-hmm. a completely new thing that I was like this is so fucking cool um, and like the first album I listened to by Skinny Puppy was it's like a weird collection of bootlegs and live outtakes and weird stuff. This is not from that one. Um, and I sort of had this super cool experience where I was like, like, oh, what is this weird music? And I just sat down on a curb somewhere and just listened to it on my portable CD player, as we had back then, mm. and just sort of went like into it completely and sat there for like two hours. Um, I bought that on Sound Pollution. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a great record store yeah. here in, in Stockholm. But I had heard them before. I bought that uh, CD and heard the more famous songs like Assimilate and stuff like that. I chose this one because this is actually my favorite album uh, by them. It's one of those albums where every song connects to the other. So it's just like one mm. long experience, which I'm, when it works, I'm really a sucker for it. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it creates this sort of, they always do that also. They create, or at least used to back in the day um, with the old lineup, that they create a sort of room. It's very visual in a weird way. So you, it's, yeah, you, you, you just like end up in a space when you listen to most of their albums. Uh, which is what I think is what I really liked and that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. Like so much else than just the lyrics, which you barely hear what the vocalist says and anything. It's just like the story is told by all the sounds going on. And they use a lot of um, uh, samples from films, like horror movies and stuff like that, which is, you know, obviously something that works for me. Um, This is the most, yeah, sorry. I recall when I was became aware of them, and I think the first time I initially stumbled upon them, I I think I was maybe a bit young, too young, and too sort of lived a very sheltered existence. Right. <laughs> and I saw the picture, like, oh, this looks scary. Yeah, I mean, and, and they still they still do, but I enjoy yeah. that now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
I mean, if you're in, interested, like you can definitely go and look up how their live shows look like. They're very, very theatrical. There's a lot of extreme amounts of stage blood and costumes and stuff like that. Are they um, still going? Yeah. Uh, cool. They haven't. They the released the last album in 2013, and like Ogre, who's the vocalist, he's the one who seems to be most into still touring. So he has his own project uh, that he still goes a lot more goes around a lot more with. Um, so I've seen I saw Skinny Puppy just a few years back because I got tickets from you and for my birthday to see them That's in right, Gothenburg. Yeah. Yep. That was nice of me. Yeah, <laughs> that was very nice of you. That was very, very I was, cool. I was thinking, like, I have some memory that we did something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I do something? I think I did. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> there we go. That was good. Uh, that was a while ago, though, wasn't it, though? Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Uh, that was 2000... I don't know. 15? 14? 14, I think. Yeah, 14. Yeah, it must have been 14, yeah. Because if I recall, you had just moved, right? Yeah. One hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Skinny Puppy is is and will always have a large piece of me. <laughs> so yeah. So that's a, that. So and uh, yeah, that's a. We'll probably hear more Skinny Puppy with me in this podcast. <laughs> uh huh. I, I would imagine. I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Because I think there's a lot. I can, like there's almost none of. I was looking. There's just, there's a few bands that you guys will probably notice very quickly are gonna be reoccurring for both yeah. of us. Yeah. And I could look to the ideas we have for themes. I'm not going to give any of the themes away, but I could figure out like almost any given theme where I could work a, at least one band into those. Yeah. Like, well, yep. Maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to try nothing. I'm going to see if, you know, I'm going to do it when it, when it works, but I yeah. could probably make it work any, every time I wanted to. You could also like always mention, like if I would have included <laughs> this band, yeah, yeah. I would have chosen this one. Um, oh. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So this is a, We'll move over to the next song, and it is rolling, so just hit the thing. This is a song called We Are Normal by a band called Goo Goo Dolls, who I, I don't know how I stumbled upon them, across them. I stumbled upon them sounds very... Uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon them. Yeah. This band especially when I empathize, empathize, and, 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 never mind, fuck it, I can't speak things. Emphasize that particular, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I stumbled upon them. <laughs> so anyways, um... I this very big departure from the previous song. Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't remember how I discovered them. I think it was a friend who had one of the CDs, and I started hearing them. I heard them. I think they were in a. They were in a. In a. They were on um, some TV show. They had one of their songs. I don't know if it was this one, um, and I kind of liked it, so I checked up some more of their stuff, and mm. uh, and as it turned out, a lot of the stuff they were doing, the um, their. Uh, the songs I hadn't heard, the deep cuts in the album, like this one. This was a single, but it was never a big deal in Sweden. No. Where I enjoyed a lot more than the ones that actually were played that I got to hear. And the, the ones they had, like, 
Like there's a Iris or whatever it's called. Iris, that one. That's a good song, but yeah, it's also yeah, not one of my favorite ones. So played yeah. so much. Yeah. So and this sort of got me into a lot of sort of pop rock and uh, uh, and this sort of opened a whole new door to. to Tons of stuff I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. And stuff I still listen to. I don't listen to them as much, but I listen to... This sort of got me into a band called Replacements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, this, and there's tons of stuff. Like like any kind of like... You know, 80s, 90s sort of... What, what some people call power pop, which is basically just... Yeah, fair enough. Pop, pop music with, with loud guitars. Great guitars, yeah. <laughs> is, is basically from from this. Um, right, yeah. And this is also a guy who... this The guitarist, a guy called uh, John Resnick. He does a lot of weird tunings... Mm. on the guitar oh, that's nice. so that's that's one of the this one I think for instance is where you this is for this I don't know if it's interesting for non-guitarists but so this basically is it's a standard the, the, the guitar is tuned to standard but the B string is raised a half step to C oh, God. Um, so you get like a very you, you, you get these mm. voicings you wouldn't get normally right. and that kind of started me experimenting with that a little bit uh, and that sort of became a thing I did for quite a while I still do it a little bit I, I just don't I just don't have the energy to because he has some weird, he has some weird guitar tunings. Like for instance, if I recall, I think Iris, the entire guitar, every string is tuned to D except for the E string, which is B. What? That is messed up. Yeah, so I, I've never fun. gotten into that. I, like I tuned my guitar like uh, Brian Molka for a while, and that was a headache. I mean, it was cool to play one song, I, and then I was like, ugh. Well, we'll get into more weird tunings in a bit, but um, for Amazing. me, but um, love that. <laughs> so. But this is yeah. This sort of like so. This sort of. It's a good song. Uh, I haven't. It's a very good song. Yeah. I haven't heard it in quite a while. But it's uh, it sort of this launched a lot of other stuff, and was a big thing for me. Like this is, I think I discovered this probably them properly because they released the album with Iris on came out ninety eight. Hmm. So ninety eight ninety up until a certain point ninety nine, uh, they you know followed me quite you know I was listening to quite intensely, um. And yeah, it still holds up. There's stuff that there, there's '90s stuff are great. Their newer stuff is fine too. It's just not as exciting because it it sounds way too. Uh, uh, they're still going poppy. now. They're still going. Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still touring. They're still releasing stuff. It's it, it's you know it's fine. It's just that I like the older stuff better because it sounds. I like I. They were more guitar based mm-hmm. at that point. And, mm. You know, they, essentially they're a punk band that wrote they started writing pop songs. Right and now they just sound like any kind of all the other. You know they sound like a very good pop band, but they just sound like a pop band now. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. So, like, what would you say that it... So, you said that it opened up to, like, uh, the replacements and... Replacements, uh, I discovered R.E.M. slightly great. Right. Not, that didn't really, I didn't really... I didn't really... Uh, R.E.M., there's a few songs I like with them, but just that the... Uh, there's... Uh, I, I think via them, I kind of also got into... Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, there's an ice cream truck outside. That's not what's... Uh, <laughs> that's not what I got into. Um... <laughs> I mean, Green Day definitely came right. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of sort of that p- certain kind of punk came from there. There from there. Uh, I mean, that doesn't. I I know if you're listening to that song at home, like well, this doesn't sound like punk. No, it does not. I realize that. But it uh, they did. That's how they sound. Initially, they were a punk band. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of got me to that kind of stuff. And there's, I mean, there's probably there's probably more that I can. Um, Husker Du is a band that mm. I got from them. Um, I, it changed slightly how I looked at the, the guitar, and it changed, uh, you know, and also mm. it made me, uh, from an early age, I kind of realized, and I did sort of back, I did sort of have a weird period where I didn't do this, but I sort of, because this was very not at all like the stuff I was listening to about, you know, from Metallica and that kind of stuff I was really enjoying. Right. This is very, 
very different. And the few friends I did know who did like Metallica, I didn't mm. have many. No. Didn't like this because you weren't supposed to like this. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I had like one or two people I knew uh, mm-hmm. who listened to that kind of stuff. But that also taught me not to care very much. About right. What people thought of That's me. very fair. That's cool. Yeah. And then again, I sort of maybe went back on that a little bit later as I got older and weirder. But, uh, but also, I mean, the, the reason I learned not to care what people thought about what I was listening to is I didn't uh, I didn't have a hell of a lot of friends in, the, in that particular part area area of my or period of my life in school that like mm-hmm. one or two that I kind of was okay with mm-hmm. so it didn't really matter what I was I wasn't going to fit in any way yeah 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 and it sucked then I think I I think I, I I like it now I think that I think that was good now but I, you know it's not like I, it would have been little or no comfort to me back then go just so you know this is going to pay off in two decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's always very useful advice for young people. Yeah. It, it'll it'll yeah. get better. Like, yeah, that that's helping me right now. Yeah. Yeah, but fair though. I mean, I always think of you, and I've always thought of you as someone who is very good at that, at not caring about what other people think in a, in a very good way, not in the sort of confrontational, weird way yeah. where you get really aggressive about uh, other people's feelings, but rather like, all, no, but I am actually, I do like <laughs> this, and I don't care what that yeah yeah means or well, thank things. you yeah I, I mean i think you're, you're the same thing i mean nowadays yeah uh not always not always well uh prepare for a curve curveball <laughs> not next not up on the list curveball, but a little bit of a curveball yeah. all right <clears throat> i'll play my next one This is a track called Mercy from IMX, an album called Kiss and Swallow. Uh, I discovered IMX uh, rather late, if you like. It's it's basically one guy, and he has a, a live band and stuff like that. Uh, had a band who has uh, doing a comeback now called Sneaker Pimps, which is where I found him through Chris Corner, is, is the guy's name. Um and apart from just being like good music, which I realized, so like electronic uh, mm. f- music about like decadence and stuff like that, which I always like. And uh, but <laughs> since this is about us, like IMX became very important to me during my years getting before getting hormone replacement treatment because he has a very high voice ah. uh, and I could sing along without getting like a massive dysphoria. Uh, and still be like, this is a guy's voice, it's fine. Uh, nowadays, I can't hit a single one of his notes, and I have to sing like at least one octave down, and that's beautiful in a different way. You have a very, you have a very, you have, you have a very voice. deep. Uh, no, but like, I mean, yeah. I've, I've fallen an, an octave, which you do if you're a guy and, uh, and you get yeah, proper yeah. hormones, but. Um, and then, like, it was so nice to find music which I really appreciated, which I could sort of connect to. This is maybe getting weird for people who don't go through this, but like, because I was going through like a bit of a a teenage face, and this was definitely music that I would like 
if I had found it when I was 19, I would have loved it. Uh, and I still do, but like yeah. it hit that sort of perfect place where you're like, yes, hormones, sort of. It's very sort of hormonal music in a good way, sort of. But it gets to those places where it's just like, it's going to talk about sex a lot. And you're like, yes. Uh, and, and like, and it still like takes itself fairly seriously, which is also something you need when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can get goofy and stuff like that. But it's still, it's still sort of very serious and, and uh, dark and gritty and stuff like that. At the same time, while having a high-pitched person who like identified as a guy uh, and is a cis man uh, who does that. So that sort of hit many places for me. Uh, and has mm-hmm. as such turned into a very important band for me. I know so many lyrics, like I know basically all of it because I've sung along with all of it. Um, I chose this one because it's just like a nice song uh, from the first album I started listening to, which is also his first album. Um, very often, very like lyric driven. Uh, but also one of those people who does everything himself, sort of ev- ev- all instruments and all production, all writing, everything, uh, which is also very cool because it often, yeah, it, me- it means you get like a full package or something. It's a very concept driven. So you sort of get yeah, yeah. all of it. Everything just fits um, in a cool sort of way. I, I, I like I like the sound. It has a very interesting. I mean, it's yeah. getting interrupted by the ice cream truck outside. Not really fitting with um, the vibe. Uh, yeah, I think you'd, no. you'd be into it. Actually, it's it's also very cool because you can tell which is going to be something that I come back to. But that there's an idea with every album as well, so they sound quite different from each other. And there are sort of much like lighter, uh-huh. poppier songs, and then there's like dark, moody stuff and. But there's always there's so you can always tell even if you don't like it uh, particularly that there's a very very thorough idea behind it which I really really appreciate which have yeah something the the because you know you have phases where you like discover a new genre or something and and then some some things stick from it and often it, the case uh-huh. for me is that that this kind of artist who has a very very complete idea of the music in the end or the album or the whole like stage show and everything. So with Skinny Puppy, you can see that with IMX, you can see the same thing. Uh, also with the live shows, like everything is, this is through line to, to everything and a very sort of creative feel to it, I guess. Um, it's very cool. I'm going to, yeah, this is, this is a, is a very sort of floaty yeah. kind of bubbly kind of feel. Yeah, I, I do. I think, I do think that this album is a good starting point uh, I think that perhaps the most famous album of his is the one called The Unified Field, uh, because it has had it's it's mm-hmm. a brilliant album. Uh, it had two or more tracks that was featured in How to Get Away with Murder. It go, no, yeah, it mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I'm aware uh, famous through that. I haven't seen it either, but uh, I know that that and it's it's a very good album. It has some very cool songs on it. Um, so yeah. Cool, cool. Good, good music. I will check this out. I'm sure if like you Google the band's name plus how I how to get away with murder, yes. that scene's probably somewhere. Most, most certainly. I haven't even. I should. I should do that. I probably doesn't. Been, probably not. It's probably not very impactful out of context. All right. Cool. Yeah. 
We do not have to listen. I mean, there's two here. We don't have to listen to the whole ones because, uh, the, the, I mean, if, yeah. if you're if you're insanely familiar with it, I figure we can. Um, That's fair. So number three, um, this would have been probably '99, sometime around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, winter '99. So this is you probably recognize this. This is Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Nice. I just took a screenshot of the song. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> no, again. To remember this moment forever. This is, this is, this is not by an especially imagination my Good favorite song. song by them. This no. is not even my favorite song in the album. This, the, the two songs that bookend this are better than this one. And like, mm. the, like this is a problem. I'm going to, I don't want to, I mean, it seems like I'm trying to overly establish that I don't like the song. It's not that that's the case at all. I do like it, but there's everything, like there's almost, almost everything else in the album I like more. Yeah, no. but this is just something I heard. I get happy when I hear Black Sabbath sound. Like I just got a surge of happiness. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do this." Yeah, so I, I think I, this is also a band I sort of discovered actually via Metallica because they released. Uh, mm. I've, I was heard that was one of their main influences, so I checked them out. And also being, uh, uh, you know, as a kid, didn't have a hell of a lot of friends. I spent a lot of Friday nights watching horror movies in the basement that I you know at the movie video store. And if you like horror right. movies, the, the imagery and this kind of thing is going to obviously be very enjoyable. And mm-hmm. also, kind of it has a bit of darkness to it, and it has kind of a evil like kind of like ooh, you're not supposed to like this because you know uh, again with the Catholic right, right, right. And I think just riff the riff the intro riff uh, was one of those sort of mind blowing ooh, I didn't know you could do this kind of thing. Right. Um, Makes sense. And then I sort of went down a whole rabbit hole of all, you know, all the Black Sabbath stuff and all the Aussie stuff and all that kind of thing. And this was, I mean, you know, nowadays, a lot of the stuff I'm, I've, I mean, besides Google Dolls, I guess, everything here, at least the Sabbath and and Metallica are, they they became a lot bigger than they were for a little bit. Like Mm. late nineties, this kind of music was not big. Right. Um, it was still you were still kind of a weirdo outsider if you kind of dug this kind of stuff. Especially, I grew up in a in a fairly fancy area, Lidia. Yeah. If you're Swedes, you know where that. If you're Stockholmers, you know where that is. At least you might not, but uh, most of them don't look like I do. Well, they kind of do now, but they didn't then. And I, I didn't look like this. Okay, okay. To be fair, when I was like you know 15, I didn't look like this. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been weird, yeah. weird, and earned you some looks. So that's um, so basically that this kind of got me into all kind of stuff. I started fooling around with some Black Sabbath thrifts. Mm. Uh, I've never been a guy to learn. Uh, I mean, some people will sit there and learn everything note for note, and then they can play the song flawlessly. I know a few songs all the way through, but most of the thing it was just me. I took stuff, nick bits from things I enjoyed, and tried to make other new, you know, my own thing with them. Uh, that's cool, yeah. That probably sounds to some for someone who doesn't. You know, for some people it might sound like I just stole ideas. That's not quite what I mean, uh, but I, that's all. That's also so, that's also that also to a certain degree is sort of what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fair, but 
I mean, it's it's also the best way to practice writing your own stuff to sort yeah. of take a little bit and then expand on it. I mean, there's there's stuff I'm working on something right now, and we're going to be starting to record it in the next couple of days. That you can hear a lot of this stuff in there, so it's still with me. It just uh, that's cool, nothing. though. Yeah, and this is again, this is so it's what it's 2021 now, mm-hmm. and this was 1999. So it's been a while, and it's still. Yeah. So anyway, we want to listen to the rest. And of And I mean, this was released in what? 70. 70. 70? Seven, ni- 1970. Oh, right. Yeah, because I have... <laughs> it's funny. I, I know I told you this, but it's also funny because it, it ties back to what you talked about. I was listening to Paranoid in my room when I lived with my parents. My dad walked in and he was like, just stopped and listened and was like, can you imagine that people were like, this is dangerous music? <laughs> And he was like, this could be on Eurovision. <laughs> like, it was so weird for him because he had, he he's not one to listen to Black Sabbath, but he was like, he rem- he got this memory where he remembered that people were like, this is dangerous, hard yeah. music. And you compare it to how metal sounds today. And you're like, no. Yeah, it's insane. But also you have stuff yeah. like, like, even like, uh, even like the first album, which is very blues, there's a fucking harmonica on it. Yeah. And people are like, oh, this is dangerous. They're crumbling yeah. you. <laughs> But the, the Beatles, the, the Beatles Devil's had, harmonica. <laughs> but the the Beatles had the same thing, and that's probably the, yeah, the I mean, the, yeah. not the least dangerous music. I mean, I mean, dangerous in the sense that it made kids, you know, sort of want to rebel and do that kind of stuff. I guess that's what they're more worried about. But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, anyways, yeah, but um, it's uh, it's still like a good vibe. Yeah, this. but it, it it doesn't feel dangerous anymore. No. Also, jump ahead like to two thousand two. Uh, you know, Ozzy was on MTV. You had a reality show. Yeah. I so mean, that, it's just a very weird trajectory for that man. <laughs> yeah, but he's still doing music. I mean, I don't know, he's he's, yeah. he's probably barely alive. I mean, but he's still doing it. You know, which is extremely fascinating. Yeah. Like he's he's I think we he's like the closest we have to an actual zombie. Yeah, I mean he's he he's been probably in a like an airtight like a bubble for the, this pandemic because he's probably in like yeah. <laughs> 12, like, again, maybe maybe they could figure out the cure to this. They just take some of his blood. Maybe it's in there. <laughs> yes. I mean, he must have died so many times, like being yeah. clinically di- dead, like more times than anyone else. But it's also so weird. You can hear every. It's e- very easy to, to if you if you've ever sort of also when you were you know nowadays lyrics are readily available online, mm. but back in the day they weren't. So you had to figure out either if they didn't have liner notes or you just had it on tape. You'd have to discover, figure out yeah. on your own. You know yeah. what they're saying. But for Ozzy, it was always very easy. He sings very clearly, but he can you get the he he, 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 can, he can barely you can't hear a word when he's talking. But uh, oops, <laughs> that is very true, actually. All right, so I oh, that was did, a good. We listen. listened to it all yeah. the way through, anyways, because we did. Yeah, we did, and yeah. uh, there was a lot to talk about. Yeah, good stuff, good times. That, was, that brings up to ninety nine. Well, um, my next song well. is also from a very specific period in my life. Uh, it's from a band which is. Westernized as Baktik, but is in Japanese pronounced Bakshiku. Oh, um, I, I, which I, I, means firecracker.
This is. I had a very strong Japanese period in my life. It was mostly like uh, horror films and music for me,、uh, not so much anime and stuff like that.、Mm. Um, and not much of what I was into then, like, stuck that long. But Bakshiku is still one of my absolute favorite bands.、Uh, They are extremely good. It's just a very good band.、Uh, this song is called Tenshi Wa Darada. It means Who is the Angel?、Uh, they are, they, it's a, a little bit sim- similar to IMAX, but Bakshigu I discovered much, much earlier.、Um, where they have, they've been the same people in the band all the time from like the 80s.、Uh, they've toured and done albums like. Consistently, all the time,、mm. and they always have like very, very, they're part of the visual K genre, so they have like super, super conceptual albums all the time.、Um, they are not like it was, it, I thought it would be so difficult to choose for me. It was a little bit difficult to choose one song, but made less so by the fact that not much of their music is on Spotify.、Um, this sounds like my first set, it sounds like someone wanted to make. New wave music, but they did it today with today's production. Because production wise, I mean, it, sa- yeah, it sounds yeah, very sure. modern, but yeah, it also ha- it has like a sort of Duran Duran almost kind of yeah, yeah. bits. I, I hear that, yeah.、Um, and they also have like the lyrics are very sort of decadent, and there's a lot of mythology and like Christian imagery, and then like Japanese mythology and stuff like that. So. All the stuff I like.、Um, but it was cool for me because I don't know. They, they stuck around and like what I brought from the Japanese period in my life was like Bakshige and my fav- one of my favorite film directors, Shina Tsukamoto.、Um, You've been to Japan a few times, right? No, just once. Just once? Yeah. You brought me candy from Japan. I did, yes.、Mm. I would love to go back at some point.、Um, it's a, I want to go、cool、there too. Yeah, it's a cool place to visit.、Um, This is cool. I guess. It's, it's, they are so good. Like, I, I would urge anyone to go and look at、uh, any live clip with them because they're so fucking good live. Like, it's mind blowing how good they are.、Uh, and just, they've been around so long and they're still, like, I don't know, just get better, sort of. You get the, but they also have these, like, from, from what I. Every time I see, like, anyone goes, oh, let's check this thing out or this band out, and they go,、uh, you know, they're from Japan. Then you almost, without fail, know whatever they're doing, they're doing it 200% more than the other people. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Well,、so, this、yeah. is cool. I'm gonna, yeah. This is a very I I recommend this to everyone. They're so they're so cool. Look Ooh, at their cool their music、well. videos are so amazing, and it's just yeah, they're just very good.、Uh, wow, yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm happy that you did. That's、uh, a、oh, that's a cool album cover too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that that whole album is very very good actually. I think that's a good start that album、uh, because、mm. it's not too. Like the really old, the, the old, the 80s stuff, a bit hasn't aged that well.、Um, but from the 90s and on, it's great. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll check that out. And that's on the list. So everyone at home wants to check、yeah. it out, they'll have, they'll, they'll have the opportunity. Just, yeah. 
Okay. Yep. So we are now in uh, the year 2000. Ooh. This is probably early 2000. This is going to be maybe uh, winter 2000. So it'd be like, um, I mean, this is particularly interesting maybe, but it'd probably be like January, February, sometime right mm-hmm. there, I think. Uh, I, I think so. Or maybe even slightly, I don't know. It's it's after late 99, early 2000. All right. So you probably heard this. Uh, and for you guys at home. Called From the Cradle to Enslaved by a band called Cradle of Filth. Oh, shit. It's uh, such it, a long time since I heard this song. Yeah, it's a long time since I anyone heard this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it's not, the, is it the best song in the world? No. Is it? Is it a song I listen to that often? No. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. So when I, there's a, there used to be a thing on VH1 called like the Friday Rock Show by a guy named Tommy Vance who did, um, played a lot of, Cool stuff. I was, it was around like 11 at night, so mm-hmm. they could get away with a lot of stuff they couldn't get away with. Normally. Right, right, right. And VH1 was always better at that than MTV. Yes. So they would play, this, for instance, the music video, this is one of those, one of those, uh, you know, un, you know, you could, there's two there's two versions. There's like the two-minute version, and there's like the uncensored right. version. <laughs> uh, and uh, this, so I, I remember when I heard, when I saw the music video and heard the song, uh, I was very much shocked because I had not seen anything like right. this. You have, you have, Naked girls over the place. People mm-hmm. playing violin on their wrists with razor blade bows. Uh, <laughs> everyone looks. They're wearing weird. Cor- I didn't. I, I've not been exposed to any black metal at this point. I don't. Oh. I know. Friend at home. By the way, people at home. No need to send any angry emails. I know this is not tr- true black metal by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it's the uh, McDonald's version of. Cradle of Filth is like its own genre. Yeah, but it's but so they but then I so I, so yeah yeah no, I get what you but mean. this sort of got me into other stuff so I got mm-hmm. looking checking that next sort of like oh this is weird and the, and when I initially was kind of like I said initially was kind of kind of scary cause I hadn't seen anything like it right and then I um during the same sort of I think what that that sort of got me to keep to make sure I was home on Fridays not that I had hell like I said like we've established this point I didn't have a hell of a lot going on so I, I was at home. <laughs> And I could see the watch these things on Friday right. nights, and then I got so and, 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 and this is because on other shows, other other episodes, of this sort of thing he did do actually proper black metal night where mm. they would play the stuff that the right. real stuff, right, so, right, right. And that's how I got discovered some of that. The slightly slightly more you know this is Cradle of Filth is very sort of uh, there, there, there's 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 a there's a there's an expression that works very well here. Oh, this, this bit here in the song that we're hearing right now is when the girls are playing. Violin on their yeah, wrists yeah, with yeah. razor blades, uh, very shocking. And, and also, they all you know, they're all very naked. Yeah, yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. huge breast covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on for me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but um, um, uh, there's an there's an expression. Uh, it's called when someone is 
uh, all hat and no cattle, and that's definitely the case of Cradle of Filth because they're not dangerous at all. No. They're not particularly. They're, they're they're very. It doesn't need to be. I don't, I don't necessarily need music to, you know, when I. No, 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 no. But for, that's probably what people. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure they've gotten death threats from the you know real yeah, sure. black yeah. metal guys. But this is better than a lot of that stuff. But I mean, I mean, there's something about Cradle of Filth that's just fun, which I can hear now. That is just like having fun with it. Yeah. Which. Is like I admire that to go yeah, and go in with this yeah. co- sort of I don't know just doing it like this is just yeah. fun. <laughs> I mean, there's there songs I legit like a lot more than this. I do listen to around again, mm-hmm. uh, but this is the first one that kind of got me into it. And I met my first one, my first cool. girlfriends via via this by knowing who they are, right? And that, and then I all that kinds of stuff. So, uh, so that you know and. But there's 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 other things I've discovered since then, black metal wise. I enjoy a lot more. That's you know, course, probably yeah. more quote unquote real black metal. But this was fun. This sort of got me. It, it was not the best of what I found. It was the first thing I found. That's yeah, yeah, of, yeah. So that's that's how it I went. like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. So I think we're four minutes into this one. I mean, we can. I mean, it's going to okay. be this. It's going to be this for two and yeah. a, another two and a half minutes. Yeah. All right. So we can it's just. I I've never like. Like you probably like I don't yeah, really I, I listen it. to Cradle of Filth, but mm. any any longer. Uh, but I I had the feeling I got no was like joy. Like it's just like it's just fun. It's just like a good time in a way. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't like I said, but it doesn't have to be um, any more than that, really. No. I and mean, that's that's sort of what you know, because the, the, these these uh, I, I mean, I, I feel relatively safe talking about this now. But the the people who kind of you know were the dangerous side of this genre. Mm. I mean, the music was sort of a thing on the side to what their yeah, else was going on. Definitely secondary. Yeah, you, you yeah. needed to have the music to sort of be able to wear the stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a and, that's know. a very good point because, like, when you do it sort of music forward, like you said, like it's going. I mean, it's still quite solid, like for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there, sort of. It it it's not bad. No, uh, it's just a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's just a lot. And, and as a, and yeah. as a young as a, as a still, I mean, I I don't think I really bought into a lot of stuff. At this point, mm. I basically had stopped. I hadn't bought into, you know, that that kind of stuff anymore. But technically, I was still, you know, in theory, a Catholic. I had Catholic friends, right. so this was very shocking. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, but this is this is back when uh, there was controversy when a friend in that sort of friend of a friend or a friend to one of the people in the group had bought a Marilyn Manson CD. And that, mm. that was something literally people talked about, like, like, like in the same, like, like, like the same kind of like hushed tones, like you would like, Oh my God, did you hear that? John, you know, brought a gun to school. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, so, no, so no, something is like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, you know, so, so, I mean, I, and I don't think I necessarily showed anyone this one, but also no. you, you couldn't really do it because this was way before YouTube. So unless I happen to catch it on, yeah, you know, exactly. Tape, yeah, you, didn't, you, you didn't, had to you like know. sit there and wait for it, a yeah. different time. Um, Indeed, I I didn't I didn't bring any metal to the table, which is a bit strange because I do listen to a lot of metal. But if I had, for uh, this sort of episode, I would probably have brought not metal, Marilyn Manson, because like that was sort of my gateway oh, to yeah. much of that. Like, yeah, uh, Superstar was like definitely where i was like oh what the hell is this but it was, um, it was scary it was cool it was yeah even, yeah but yeah i mean you know and that was that was a very similar story actually i saw beautiful people the video on vh1 i think and i was like mm. what the fuck um so yeah yeah 
It was also because that that was also. I mean, and again, you know, this is not obviously knowing now what we know now, but yeah, uh, those are still very. He he also did it the music wise the right the right thing because he had a very there's a lot of imagery, but the music was always yeah quality definitely. stuff. Definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the early Marilyn Manson stuff is still very good. Yeah, I mean, like like I think like Antichrist Superstar, Mechanical Animals, Hollywood. Those are really solid ones. Yeah. His latest one, which will probably be his, might be his last one, uh, is also very good. So he, can, he but he, it's always there's image, but there's also there's there's quality to back up the yep. image. Yep. Not the other way around. A lot of people do that. So. Yeah. All right, you're up. Yeah, uh, this is my biggest curveball. Uh, so uh-huh. let's just get it rolling. I was torn. There was a. This was a late change for me. Uh, this is uh, Halling after Pair Love. It's called. It's a uh, by Frida Johansson and Henrik Oya. It's from a soundtrack, a game soundtrack uh, from a game called Unravel, which I have not played. So, but uh, I've listened a lot to this soundtrack because it's excellent. It's very very good, and I thought for me it was a good chance to present the fact that I game a lot. And I do listen to gaming soundtracks a lot uh, when they're good. Um, and and this track in particular also brings uh, my folk music into uh, oh. I- into the mix, which I wanted to uh, add in some way. So I chose two things at the same time, games and uh, folk music, because I play folk music myself. Um, and I think it's this is this is a very very good track uh it's super cool and it also like adds it is traditional violin and then it's uh other traditional instruments and then electronics as well and when it's done well it's it's very good like that's it just works so well um when's this game from you said when is it from i don't remember i can look it's from 2016 i think uh it's a very very uh, thing is like it's a super fucking cool game it's like you play a little yarn figure uh running through woods basically and yeah and you can unravel which is the name of the game oh that sounds um, cool it's it's very cool i'm not a platform gamer so i haven't played it um I maybe play. i'll do that yeah i think you'd like it actually a lot and like like i said i just want to speak about this soundtrack because it's so good and i want everyone to listen to it and i think that it's a good way of of people who who are not listening to folk music and can sort of see how cool it can be and how much you can do with it um most of it is atmospheric because it's game soundtrack so it's going to be like that but some of them are like actual tracks which they have arranged uh, in this way which is also sort of what we do in the band i play and we sort of try and do this sort of thing to modernize it and also to like keep folk music alive whilst while not being racist dickheads about it and like do this sort of inclusive thing of everyone can listen to it everyone can play it yeah. um so i just want to like 
tell everyone to listen to that album and also at the same time say another one the, the one that was on the list before was from the Hades soundtrack which is a very new game which is one of my favorite games of all time and speaking of good soundtracks it's absolutely amazing um, but I'll probably bring I've, I've, heard, I've heard a little bit about that yeah it's so cool uh, but I saw a chance to include uh, also talk about a little bit about folk music uh, and uh, stuff that is probably going to be featured in the future from me. In that. I can imagine. That yeah. seems like a, a fairly fair assumption. Assumption. To make. assumption. Yes. yes. That was very good. That was enjoyable. I like uh, that. It's, it's, very, it's, it's very good. All right. I might have to check that game out. Yeah. I, I would love to hear about it All if right. you play it. <laughs> so now we are moving. For me, this is later in the year 2000. This would be 27th of June. 2000. Ooh, that is very specific. song called blood brothers from by the band iron maiden they also will uh, likely be mentioned uh, many a time on this podcast um so this is a, for an album we actually came out year 2000 um and i uh so when it came out it came out this was the first album that was released when i when i had become a fan i wasn't i i at this point i was when the album came out i was uh it's just still my phase where i kind of like and they lasted quite a while where like any sort of band rolled through, I would go see them. I'd see anything. I was like, oh, well, cause you know, cause it was a good two, 1999 was, was when I first saw Maiden. I saw there was actually a very good music year for me. Cause I saw Metallica in May. I saw Maiden in September and I saw Black Sabbath in December. Nice. Not, not bad for a, no, you know, 15 year old, a uh, six year old. So anyway, so this, uh, when this song came out, I ran and bought it. Um, and I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it was, there's, it was also, a lot to for me who was again I was sort of very new to their stuff new to the new to that world it's uh you know this is a, this song is is uh let's say yeah it's about it's about seven minutes long yeah and that's there's there's stuff on there was a lot longer it was just a lot to take in and then when I was uh, so jumped to the June twenty seventh of uh twenty seventh June that year saw them live again I'd seen I'd seen them live once before but this was I was this time I was way further up front mm. uh they did this and you you know and it, it was sort of then that it clicked for me and you know everyone the entire fucking place singing along and, oh, it, wow. and it just it just uh yeah that's like all right i get it and it's, yeah. that was like sort of definitely changed everything going forward more so than me even i mean like when you know I mean, i'd say obviously i wouldn't have gotten to this without the metallica thing but i i recall afterwards it was very different because when I, mm. I was I had this sort of like nervous energy about me just because of having experienced this, and it was like I was it was hard to explain it to other people who didn't get it, and a lot of people, most people didn't. But, mm. um, but uh, yeah, and this sort of set me on a course that I'm still. I mean, I'm I'm still have I, nothing's changed there. Yeah, I've uh, st- still just a bigger fan, you know, and still, you know, 
uh, more so now probably. And uh, but right. this was also during a time when because so this was the after the gig I sort of persuaded one of, I think my mom that I could have a little bit of money to buy buy you know a CD. So I had to pick which one I was gonna which uh-huh. one I was gonna get, and yet so you know. And then when you got that, you had to wait quite a while to for the next one. So and they, this is you right. know not now they're I mean since since. Since this album came out, they've released six more. But so, mm-hmm. but so back then there were still quite a few to get through, and I had only had two at that point. Right, three at that point. Right. So, you know, maybe like once every month or two, I could afford one. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's how, that's how you sort of discovered music back then because you yeah. didn't, you wouldn't, I couldn't just Spotify it. I have the I have the same experience with uh, an artist, which comes later on this yeah. list. But that's you know it's it's a bit of the fun. I mean also I mean if I could if if, if someone jump jump back and told me then like you know you could just in like like you know thirty you know twenty years you know mm-hmm. you can you can just do this you have all the things readily yeah. available click on them. Would you prefer that to this? I wouldn't go like no it feels more real this way. No way of course no 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 no, no. you access but, to all of it. Yeah, I love that. But it's also you know when you when you have the one thing and you're like you sit there and you listen to every little like there's those like if albums I bought back then every little millisecond of those albums I know yeah. because I listen yeah. to every little second of them. Um, definitely, and you know, I know, like, yeah, and that's sort of, yeah, and this, this, uh, this to get to the song again has a very sort of Celtic kind of uh vibe music, yeah, wise. there's a lot of yeah, those. and that, they, that they've song. sort of, yeah, they, they've, they've dabbled in that since and before, <laughs> yeah. and they have, and they will again, I'm sure. It's um, a favorite, yeah, I, get, is, I, I got like chills when you told me about those, like everyone singing along, that must be yeah. so so cool. It also, it's 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 very good live, um, yeah, oh, God, I can imagine. And like uh, them live, I've never seen yeah. them live, but like that must well, just be, yeah they, yeah. they, um, but again, this also sort of was the first sort of thing that sort of I via them kind of learned slowly and surely, but oh, so it's okay that songs are you know long, long, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know that, I didn't know that before. No, 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 I, I hear that, yeah, definitely. Uh, and this is this is not one of the longer songs. Definitely, I was like, it's just seven minutes. That's nothing because I listen on, to on so many bands album, now, which have songs that yeah. are like fifteen minutes. On the latest album, Sinjutsu, that came out a couple of weeks ago, the last three songs are thirty together are like thirty five minutes. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they haven't shortened them either. Nope. Uh, but again, I wasn't ready for that initially, and then it took me a while because no, like, no, no, if I, I heard, I, yeah, if I heard the new album, you know, if I was a kid when this came out, the new mm. one, I, it'd be too much for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, that's such a legitimate feeling, though, that something is too much. Yeah. I think I have the strongest one I have is not music wise. It's when I played uh, the game Morrowind the first time. I was too oh, young. Yeah. It was too much. I just walked into the world and was like, I can't handle this much open space. And then I came back to it like two years later. and I was like, no. wow, this is absolutely fantastic. But like, yeah. there's so many th- things that where you just you're not in the right space for it. Yeah. Uh, and then you come back and you're like, wow, this is one of my favorite things ever. So, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, also like it's 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 interesting because you know you have to be. There's so many things that line up for you to sort of mm-hmm. be in the right mood to do something and exactly. be in the right mood to be. And, you know, I'm glad I was that day because that sort of very much shaped everything music wise and me as a person probably since then. Oh, that's um, cool. It's one of those things I can point out to like, well, this this is such a huge like if, if that didn't happen, I could probably yeah. remove Cradle of Filth. Yeah. From this <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah, and, and then, no. yes, and then yes, I think I'd be pretty much the same. Yeah. But without this, I'd be very different. Yeah. And, I get uh, that. So, I mean, I mean, again, I don't know. Again, I don't know what I'd be different if I didn't have the other of things. Of course not. That's I mean, possible to tell Like with everything in your life, you yeah. don't know. But. Yeah. All right. So, ah, this goes stuff. on for a bit more. We can, yeah. uh, I'll stop it. So, that was my, uh, that was my ah. number, number five. Number five. Yes. One more to go. 
for me. So, oh, well, sort of. Um, oh yeah, I'm gonna click on you now. Uh, my number five, a bit, bit of a, bit of a compromise. Because we have the man who wrote this song, Tom Waits, uh, is later on our list. Uh, I can spoil for you. Yeah. Um, so this, so this is Trampled yeah. Rose. Uh, but this is a cover made by Rod Plant and Alison Krauss. I didn't know they uh, did this. This is a fantastic album of only covers called Racing Sand, uh, which is another one which I just want to talk about. Um, and this is also important to me because this is one of my parents' favorite albums. Uh, and it was one of those moments when you like realize that your parents are like this was very late, but I had had that realization earlier. But when I really, really realized it, because they this album came out and they talked about it a lot, and then they went to the concert that they had. No, yeah. um, and I just sort of saw my parents in a whole new light after yeah. that. I was like, oh, you're people who can like go to shows and what. Uh, and Alison Krauss then is a bluegrass country singer uh, and uh, my dad has a country band so I grew up with that um, so it it, like, it means a lot to me and it's such a it's such a good cover and all of the covers on that album are absolutely amazing um, it, it's it's not the it's not a combo of artists which you think about that would necessarily work but it really really does um because Mr. Mr. What's his name? Mr. Plant, yeah, has done quite a bit of stuff with her, hasn't he? No, yeah, that's probably true. I think I think yeah, he like pretty much if he does something these days, it's usually with her. Oh, that's cool. Like, uh, I mean, the, uh, maybe from this then, then they just sort of like, oh, this works really well, and they just went from it, I suppose. Um, this is also, I mean, at this point, it's nineteen years old, but this is a, I'd say a later Tom Waits song. Uh, it's from 2002. Yep. Yeah. And I've, like, my Tom Waits is another one of my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite artists. And my Tom Waits fandom is generally of his later stuff, actually. I really, really love the earlier stuff as well. But uh, I think it's more common to like the earlier stuff more. But I think that, like, my favorite Waits album is um, Real Gone, which is from 2004. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I But think. that's also, like... For, I mean, I think you get a lot of people who, if you like the first couple of ones, like Closing Time and yeah. uh, the other ones, I can't think of it. I think there's, uh, oh, Rain Frankie's Dogs Wild Years, Rain Dogs, that kind of yeah. stuff. There's, you know, p- a lot of piano, a lot yeah. of, you like know, kind of melody. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. there's stuff on Real Gone that's not even in the same genre. No, exactly. So I understand people who, because if, you if, if you're a big fan of the piano Tom Waits, Real Gone is not the thing you're going to do. There's no piano on it. No, no, exactly. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think it's a privilege to come from that direction. If you like that, it's not as difficult to like like a cool guy singing songs by a piano. Like, of course you're going to like that. 
but yeah. going in the other direction that's probably a, a bit of a harder sell sort of um so yeah like meal variations and, and real gun are probably my favorite weights albums i really like the yeah. long sort of uh orphans that he did also the three three disc uh, collection that he did years ago but still isn't like orphans like it's like uh bastards ballers and brawlers or something, something like that something it's, like it's, that. it's, it's yeah. those three words but it might be yeah yeah um but yeah i mean like i grew up in a home with like my dad's a composer and both of my parents sing and play piano and like music has always been so important so my dad is a huge beatles fan and like yeah. music's just always been such a big part of everything and this sort of marked a place where i could like see my parents as young people going to shows even though they weren't yeah. at the time and and i could see like why they were in love still and like i have two parents who have been together since they were 28 and are still together which is very rare um it was just yeah, I think this this album means a lot to me, and we still listen mm-hmm. to it in the car. The few times we are still in the car together, uh, the, like four of us. So, um, That's very nice. Yeah, and it, it's it's a very 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 good album. Uh, so I do recommend it. Uh, it was a very good cover. It's a very good cover. Yeah, it's just this like country singers have such good voices. <laughs> Like well, you have to be, it's just, I think. yeah, and it's just like it's so crystal clear and just still with so much emotion. With and I don't know, it's just incredible. Um, so yeah, she, her can, voice is just so good. There's there's like country productions from like you know old 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 country that are still pretty clear because yeah. you can just because the way they're recorded and the way it has to be done, you you can hear it. They, they, they don't sound muddy, but if you listen to like. Like certain like blues stuff and also like maybe even even stuff like rock stuff from like some some eighties and seventies stuff you can't like fucking hear what's going on half the time. Yeah, no, that's just, very very true. Cool. Yeah. So, one more for me and uh, yep. one one more for you. Yes. And then we have the two of the two extras. So, like I said, normally we we wouldn't be it wouldn't be us doing six of them. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, uh, all right, yeah, I'm the, I'm three playing. each. All right. So I mean, we could also maybe do another autobiographical, ep- or you know, because I, I could do another. I could. Yeah, sure. Know, I, I mean, I, mine mine's not that autobiographical. No, no, I could my, definitely right, do. We we could definitely do that if do a part two later on, maybe. Yeah, because because I could I could jump from this one onto a lot of other stuff, but I'm not. We could start so. every season with uh, one of. Yeah, I could do that. That'd be fun. Yeah. So we are, in t- 2002. Summer 2002. All right. And I was at the Sweden Rock Festival, which is uh, probably the the biggest, probably one of the biggest fest, probably the biggest festival still going in Sweden at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily there to see Bruce Dickinson, but we there was we we, we me and my girlfriend at the time uh, had uh, we, we figured we'd check some other stuff out as we're there anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was a band called Freak Kitchen they were playing. I had no hey. idea what it was, so we went and checked them out, and uh, or she, rather she made a. Uh, she made a, a, a mixed, uh, like a mixtape, or even not a mixtape at this point. It would have been a, a mix mini disc. That's a format that didn't didn't last. Nah, no, no, it did not last um, long. So anyway, so this was on there, and this was they, 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 I heard, uh, or maybe it was 
there was one sort of very poppy song which I really much enjoyed, mm-hmm. and then I think this one we heard live, and that's kind of like, oh, what's this? Because this is this is very this is very different. This is very different than anything I'd heard at this point. It's also one of those. I'll start just playing it yeah. so we can get going. So now it gets going. Uh, and I wasn't there's stuff in here I wasn't aware you were allowed to do if you understand what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah no I get that because at this point I was very sort of uh, straightforward in my playing I didn't really didn't know you could do weird stuff mix mm-hmm. genres in the extent mm-hmm. that they get they do yep uh, and also how you can take your music seriously without taking yourself too seriously uh that's such a good description of them actually yeah and you can sort of it can be uh yeah and that's 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 sort of so uh, that that is one of those things i remember when i got back from that gig uh i had to the extent i could afford them try to get hold of all the cds they're Mm -hmm. they're a band from gothenburg so uh uh, which is in uh, for, for people not in Sweden. That's in the sort of southern part of Sweden or sort of west coast of Sweden. Yep. Uh, so I did over the years. I've gotten to know all, all, all three of the dudes. Um, uh, but yeah, it was like it was it, it, it very much made my it changed. I don't I don't listen to them every day. Uh, there's probably nothing I listen to every day. No, now thinking about it, but, but it used uh, to be the case, but not any longer. Yeah. But. But uh, you know, I still I still love seeing alive. I still love their stuff. I still love the old stuff. When they release new stuff, I love that too. But it's definitely shaped how I play guitar, right? Yeah. Um, in more ways than I can. I mean, there's probably so much stuff I wouldn't do or uh, that I'm doing now I wouldn't do um, if I hadn't had that. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, that's 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 there's uh they also also yes that's what I was gonna say. Uh, as far as weird tunings go, this is also one of those yeah. <laughs> guys who does. Tons of weird stuff. And that also got me doing that too. And me trying to, in any musical project I was involved with, in uh-huh. current time would try to shoehorn in these weird tunings uh, to feel you know, special about what we're doing. Probably very annoying. Um, and even even yeah, the guitar player in Free Kitchen, nowadays he doesn't do any weird tunings. He right. just does. He has an A-string guitar that he tunes to E. Yeah. So I don't know if he could even do this song per se because right. it's in a very weird tuning. Right. Uh, but rather than bring seven guitars with him on tour, he brings two guitars. Yeah. And that's probably a lot more. It's a lot easier. It doesn't cost as much. I mean, isn't that also like you obviously end up? You have to like respect that period of your creative journey when you did all those weird things because that's sort of otherwise you wouldn't be able to come back and do the things you do. I think. Because I also have like weird excursions in various projects where you're like, wow, I wouldn't choose to do that now, but I can still definitely see the point in having done that and chosen not to do it anymore, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I think I definitely, especially because when I started getting really into these guys, I think it probably peaked for me around 2005 or six or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I never not. I've never, you know, but it's that um, 
you know, I, I still, like I said, I'm still a huge fan. But uh, that, yeah. that's when I was at the, my most, the right. biggest. And I know that was around the time for some, this is, for, I don't know, this is a thing all over the world. But in Sweden, we had this very weird, strange resurgence of glam rock and glam rock and sleaze rock. <laughs> yeah, right we then. did. Oh, but I mean, that and, was sort of with like the darkness and things like that. It sort of came back yeah. for Europe or something, at least. Yeah. So, yeah. And these guys are so very much not that. Yeah. Yeah. And their music true. is not that. And it's and I, I think that so the more people I hung out with who were the guys with a weird, you know, you know, you, you, you don't necessarily need a, a stage name. If you're not in a band, right? <laughs> but they had it, so and they're you know they do again. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. That's fine. Yeah. But they took themselves so insanely seriously. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, yeah, and I, I really will. We'll we will get back to that point, I guess, when we get our first uh, song that connects us, uh, since it's by the same person. Um, mm. But sort of this this feeling of oh, you can do that. You get to do that. That's, well, that's 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 sort of the I'd say that's sort of the theme for both the bonus songs. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. just like revelations where you're like, oh shit, what? Because ah. like my my experience with Skinny Puppy wasn't so much like you can do that, but rather like this exists and like, like as a whole concept. But in this case, I can definitely see how it is more musically. Like, oh, oh wait, what? Uh, yeah, which is very cool. So you want to get to yeah. your yeah, uh, the least shocking, or one of the least shocking, at least for you. Um, I thought I, I'm, I'll kick it off. This is uh, Joy and Repetition by Prince from Graffiti Bridge. Uh, I thought I was like, it's going to be a fucking nightmare to choose a song from Prince. But that wasn't the case. As soon as I opened up the discography, I knew exactly which song I was going to pick. Because I think that this is probably my favorite Prince song. And I've noticed this as I talked about myself. Uh, it's probably because it also has a story and it creates a room yeah. very, very specifically. Like, I'm in a bar, I'm telling this story, this is what happens, and it sort of creates this uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. with, with the, both the music and sounds going around and stuff like that. Uh, and it has a f- cool guitar solo in the end. Um, Prince is, as far as, like, as much as Skinny Puppy was formative, Prince is definitely my absolute most played artist ever there was a period in my life when i was like 14 when prince was literally the only thing i listened to which isn't to say you have little to listen to like his discography is massive and i think i counted at Mm. one point like how many songs prince songs i knew the lyrics to and it was like 300 or something it was bizarre Uh, and i knew every single word to them um so i was obsessed with prince um he also i mean and that's if you if you, you know you, you, people might go three hundred lyrics. That's a lot, but that's that's 
Not even all the songs. No, 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 no. Like all the songs, there's like four hundred, whatever. It's crazy. Um, and like Prince was the artist who made me pick up a guitar. Uh, Prince was the like introduced a lot of themes that I couldn't talk about, mainly sex, and like introduced also sort of a disregard for sexuality and gender, which I didn't know I appreciated, but I did and I needed, mm. sort of. His expression of it was very freeing. Yeah. Um, and there was this sort of taboo about all of him that I experienced much, much later than everyone else, because, but but I was still, I was so young, I was like 13, 14, so I was very sort of pre-teen or early teen. Uh, so I could have that like all on my own and not, not as a society as it happens in the 80s because like it wasn't shocking anymore in that same way. It, it's more sort of corny now, most of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like there's so many puns and like <laughs> you you go back to it and you're like, oh, okay, uh, whatever. But like some, like the good stuff, there's so much good stuff in, in Prince's discography, which is just like mind-blowingly good and so different from everything else. And... He's just this weird, weird creature who plays every instrument in the world supernaturally good um, and just like creates this own little universe where music sounds like this, where it yeah. does, but it doesn't do that anywhere else. <laughs> and it's just that's just been the case with his entire career. Uh, where I think that he has a very, very different view of the world, which we are, uh, we, you can confirm with stories about him and interviews of him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's just yeah, like yeah. in this little world of his, and what comes out of it is incredible. Um, he, he, yeah. Also, he's still, I mean, he's been, he's been, he, you know, he, you know, R.E.P. passed away a couple yeah. years ago or five years ago at this point, but he, he, I mean, there's still stuff. If they released, and I think they're starting to rev up to do that because there's so much. Yeah. Unreleased and yeah. not unreleased, like f stuff that just didn't make the albums. I'm, I think there's like probably like you know twenty or so full albums of stuff. He yeah, I think there's like a bizarre amount of of stuff. Like there's thousands of songs that's never been released in his vault. And um, you know, and also apparently there's like there's music videos, there's all kinds of stuff to yeah. songs you've never heard. And these are these are not like demos. These are full, yep. fully produced albums. Yeah. It's like nah, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not yeah. feeling it. Really, you know. So, so like, yeah, that that was just part of his world, and things sometimes sort of slipped out of that world. That's what it feels yeah. like to interact with Prince's discography. Uh, I recommend everyone getting into it. And like this song was definitely one of those songs. I probably heard it when I was thirteen or something, and I was like, holy shit. A guitar can sound like this. You can tell a story like this. You can have fucking voice clips in us. I don't. And like everything was just mind blowing to me. Um, it's you just can, oh, you can you, you can hear so clearly. It's him playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, it's very distinct way of playing it. He can do a lot of stuff with his voice. He can make it. You could hear various. Um, you know, he could he could sing in various different ways and whatnot and different sounds. You could be so you, could, you could always hear him singing, but for me, I could always hear when it was him playing. Yeah, because he had a very special feel, and I think he's not talked about as enough as a guitar player. Yeah, he's an extremely good guitarist, actually. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. There, there's also that that too. Like everything he does seems to be part of like his way of viewing the world, and that absolutely mm. 
and like just the skill he does it with. Uh, there are so many stories about Prince and people who have played with him and are like, just, oh, could you? And I just recorded this demo with an instrument I've never played before, and, and people listen to it and are like, excuse you? How? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, mm. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think with all these kind of. Um, yeah, there's there's obviously quite a few stories about you know you know more on the weird side of things, but mm. that probably happens when you essentially live on your own planet and you live on your own planet exactly. because of what you're doing. Yep. I mean, I don't think there's. I mean, again, I I don't. I mean, we can. I mean, I know that Michael Jackson, same deal there. Yeah. Had a lot of weird things that he you know he like like. But you know, again, this is like you know he grew up in the in the, in the spotlight, which is not particularly healthy. I wouldn't imagine exactly. And, you know. You know, how remember there's stories of him just riding around in a, you know, carved tinted windows, looking at people, you know, just doing their going by the day to day, mm. you know, because he was like wondering, you know, what it must be like to be able to do normal yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, and if, you, if, yeah. if that's that's where you're coming from, then you might be a little weird. Exactly. And I mean, I think that Prince managed a little bit better because he wasn't famous from like age five, no, so no. he he still had like a turbulent childhood, but not one that was like that mental and in the spotlight in the same way so i mean he he was weird but he wasn't involved he he just kept himself sort of yeah which was probably for the better <laughs> then, then you know yeah but it's you know i think it's it's i understand why the man had camels yeah sure i mean go go the fuck ahead just go go off king do your yeah, thing I think it's, yeah um, i mean you know also you get like all these kind of i mean yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying, oh. just just looking at what he managed to release in the end when he was like super high on opiates all the time because he was in so much pain because he was a Jehovah's Witness and wouldn't get a hip replacement because religion is great. Um, <laughs> no, but like um, <laughs> just the last things he still put out are so good. Like with yeah, his, did, his new a... backup band, uh, Three Eyed Girl, yeah. which is yeah. so fucking good. Uh, so yeah, heavy as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so we'll probably hear from Prince yes, further on the road. Yes, we will. we will. All right, you want to move on All to right. our first yeah. uh, common one? So I chose mm-hmm. to put print this first. Mm-hmm. So this is... Uh, us. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all right, well, I mean, you can, you can, you can do it. No, I mean, it's just us going back to one of the members of Free Quit Kitchen, uh, yeah, Eklund. Yeah. Does a, he does. He's a guitarist, singer, and principal songwriter for the band. And he does. He had a. He, he, he This is one of his solo albums. Uh, and this is also for me one of those like, oh, you can do this. Yeah, exactly. So and, this uh, is right. called print this. Uh, yeah, and that. Uh, so essentially, what he did was his his girlfriend's uh, apparently now wife um, printer made a weird noise when he was starting up. And he thought that it, a very rhythmic kind of weird kind of noise. So he recorded it. Then he tuned his guitar to the same pitch as the printer, and then learned that noise on the guitar. It's incredible. And it's like it. It just works. 
It's not a very long song. No, no, no. It's just two minutes. And I, I recommend everyone listen to it. Just knowing what it is. Uh, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> it's just so it's, much um, fun. <laughs> yeah. And again, I, I think I was with... I mean, I know people I was hanging out at that point. Oh, yeah. There's an acoustic break in the yeah, song. Yep. While, while the printing is going on. Yep. Which is <laughs> <laughs> very sort of yoga music um. yeah I mean, there's definitely people who i uh or my you know hung out at that point who probably saw this as you know ridiculous and not serious music and whatnot you know there's a bunch of humor in this but it's not not serious this takes this takes you know the hell of a lot this is this is there's extremely you, technical and difficult but yes. i mean exactly what you said that thing where, where you're like you can you can play something, you can be serious, like not take yourself seriously, but still be serious about the music yeah. and what you put out. It's still extremely professional and technical, technically marvelous, sort of. Um, yeah. And I mean, this this sort of, we bonded over this way back when we started. We met each other in 2005. Yeah. 2000, probably 2004, really. Oops. Yeah, probably. La- yeah. Late, yeah. La- latter half 2004, yeah. and then, you know, 2005, we started, started hanging sort of out. More. Sort of it, yeah. yeah. Via, uh, you uh, you know, friends in common, and then we sort of we, we start talking, I guess, because uh, your friend was dating my friend. Yeah, yeah. As it goes, and then you, uh, yeah, and then we started bonding over, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like, well, this, yeah, things. but also, also the next song. Should, should, yeah. I, should I do that now? Yeah, go ahead. What's he building in there? What the hell is he building in this? He has subscriptions to those magazines. He never waves when he goes by. He's hiding something from the rest of us. He's all to himself. I think I know why. He took down the tire swing from the... Um, and I remember... Like, we were at in your uh, flat, uh-huh. and we were there drinking wine, becoming very drunk, uh, uh-huh. like us and our the friends that we had in common. And uh, you were like, I want to play you a song. And we went into your room and you just, like, sat yeah. down and listened to us. I was like, this yeah. is the coolest shit I've ever heard. We are friends now. And I think yeah. that that was, like, the moment. So this is What's He Building by Tom Waits. Uh and I was like, "This is the coolest person. What is this music?" Yeah, and this is this was. That's this song is probably why we're here at the moment. Yeah, I mean, probably like you couldn't find a better piece of music oh. to like explain exactly yeah. what ties us together. I think, yeah. <laughs> like it has everything. It has the, the like weird music stuff, and oh. then um... it was also one of those when I first heard it. I hadn't really. I've yet to find someone before you uh-huh. who appreciated, yeah, the magic of the song. And I mean, I, I don't know. If, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, the I, mean, way, I think I've played it to people afterwards at some points and just given up on it because the most I get out of a reaction is sort of, "Oh, yeah, no, this is weird." And I'm like, "That's not. That's not the reaction. The reaction is, wow, this is perfect. Like you're doing it wrong. You know, because that that's the experience I had. You you might feel." You may feel whatever you like about this, but just like finding someone who 
appreciates it exactly the same way you do. And I suppose that's true for everything you find someone who feels that way. Yeah. Of course. Um, But that was that. This is definitely ours. When you like realize that this is something special, this is starting a beautiful friendship. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I I, at this point, I remember I first heard the song. uh, At that point, it would have been a a couple years before, but I still, like I said, I couldn't find anyone who really got it. People found it kind of like, sort of amusing in a "that's really weird" kind of way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm aware it is weird. Uh, that's not the point, though, for me. Exactly. Um, I mean, just, I don't know, th- the, the whole, has, like, has, building a whole room with sound, uh, you yeah. feel as if you're you're taking to this weird, weird place <laughs> in yeah. this song, which is so fucking cool. Um, I remember even at some point, I think this is weird enough, if, if, if you heard the song, you'll get this, why this is weird. I know that at some point there was a music video for this. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm it. thinking as well. I think I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's very, it's it's very, yeah it's, yeah, it's sort of what you would imagine. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Oh, it's, it's, but it's I mean, it's, it's really one. cool. It's, yeah, but he, he's done, he's, he's done a few of these. Uh, yeah, but that's, my, yeah. This, this is my favorite one of those. And he did one called uh, Circus on uh, Real Gone. And I think there's probably one he's done since then. But this was sort of, I don't know when he started doing them, but. So with them, it's sort of like the spoken word thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is what kind of got me like realizing, like, oh, you're allowed to do this. Another exactly. one else, like, yeah. you can do this. You can do this, apparently. And and that's and the thing also, because yeah. like I I knew of Tom Waits and I only knew the the famous stuff, sort of the I hope I don't fall in love with you and and like yeah all all those uh, the the soft piano ones. So I had no idea that these were a thing, and now that's sort of my favorite part of like yeah Mule Variations and and Real Gone are yeah. sort of my favorite albums by him. Um, Mill Variations was the first one I heard. And also I discovered them via E.A. Klund because he, he oh, recommended right. Mary Rebecca Tom Waits. Oh, it's all Tom connected. Waits. Yep. So that's, that's, uh, that's not to say that those albums don't have like song songs <laughs> at all. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, several. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I would say most of, most of it is. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's not just this. Um, but again, like I said, there's a ton of people who you connect with in different ways. Certain mm. people would not, I mean, uh, for instance, uh, one of my, possibly my favorite person on this planet, one of your, probably one yeah, of your yeah. best friends, my girlfriend, Camilla, if I could, if I could design a song that she would not enjoy specifically for her not to enjoy it, this would be the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's fine. Cause you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't have to like the same thing because that's, you know, it, no. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean that's it, it, for you and me. That's one of the things that connect. It's very seldom yeah. that we hear a song that we don't both enjoy in some way. And with that said, our what we listen to daily is very different. But then yeah, we can I mean, often not, like see things that we and then we have certain bands that we do listen to about the same amount, of course. But that's also something where you can definitely like show. We can always bring something to each other, which is very, yeah. very cool as well. Um, I mean, I one of my weaknesses is like I listen to pop music, like I love Britney Spears and like yeah. old Backstreet Boys songs. <laughs> just like it's just good. Um, so I'm also very. I mean, again, but like, yeah. yeah, way back when I would have been, you know, I would have probably seen myself as too cool to enjoy that. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm not too cool to enjoy anything. No. Precisely. Yeah. 
I, that's also so we're, these lists are probably going to be. I mean, mine now is pretty heavy on, you know, pretty metal heavy or heavy mm. metal. That that's, that that was not intended. That didn't, that didn't even work this time around. But I mean, I know there's going to be things where we're not. That won't be that case. The case at all. Uh, because we both listen to very very varied things. Yeah. You know, all kind, and that's why this is going to be fun to do. And also, exactly. we bring in other people is going to be interesting too. But yeah. And I think that that's also a good thing. Like, if you're listening and you're going to be a guest on this pod, who knows? Uh, we sort of all music that you enjoy is sort of good, unless it's like has a horrible message about bad stuff that we don't like. That's very little music. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, horribly racist music or something. But like, uh, generally. I I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Sort of, it's just pleasure. No, <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> um, so same, same for same for movies and stuff. Yeah, There's no exactly. I have no guilty pleasure movie. If I enjoy it, I enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so it's going to be a few th- surprises, I think, down the road mm-hmm. uh, that people might not. Also, expect. yeah. So we're gonna. Um, all right. So. We we I know that okay. Let me mm-hmm, hold on one second. Yeah. Let me get the address here so I get it right. Uh, so if you enjoyed this, you can get in touch uh, with us. I I, I know I, we have an Instagram called the uh, Mixtape Club Pod, um, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's it'll also be Mixtape Club Pod at gmail.com. Yes. Now if that's not the case, we'll edit in the real one. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably same on Facebook. Uh, so, and we're gonna be. Uh, yeah. So that's this one. And if you enjoyed it, that's you know, let yeah. us know. This is uh, going to likely, be the the formula going forward is going to be the same amount of songs, but we're going to have a guest who brings yeah. something new and exciting to the table. Yeah. Also, a lot of these uh, are probably going to be. I was going to say well, all pods are probably pre-recorded. You can't record them. After <laughs> That's an old George Carlin joke. Uh, not for podcasts. He didn't. He was, anyway, no, but uh, um, uh, but just the fact that so if we don't mention your message on the pod, it's because we recorded it before we got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is pre-recorded well before you, you were going to get a chance yeah, to hear it. Yeah, like pre-pre-recorded. This is very pre-recorded. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> so pre-recorded. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a phrase that we've been joking around with in the, in the Maiden Z. I I can't remember how it came about but we have a guest who's might be on this one at some point called Fer- Fergal from uh, he's from Ireland and we, somehow we started joking around a lot of the phrase quite literally mm-hmm. became a thing we started saying quite a bit so so this is quite literally pre-recorded <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> uh, so we, we, we don't want to sign off so no. we'll figure that out next time I yeah. uh, hope you've enjoyed this and uh, see you next time yeah and, and until next time yeah